Welcome to Fandom and Wellness, a podcast about the complex relationship between fandom and mental health. Disclaimer, we are not psychologists or psychiatrists, just fangirls with a vested interest in mental health. I am Arkita, a designer, a cosplayer, and a cat mom. I am Danielle, uh, owner of the Geek Chic Company Little Paddle, and a dog mom. <laughs> and I'm Jenny. Uh, I'm a <laughs> I'm a co-founder of Fan Mail, and I am a nephew mom. <laughs> That's not a thing. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! That's a word for that. <laughs> I don't I don't know it. <laughs> okay. So um, whenever we have a guest on the show, we'd like to ask what their pronouns are. So for example, my pronouns are she, her, hers. Jenny, Danielle, what are yours? Uh, mine are she, her, hers as well. Uh, mine are also she, her, hers. Sorry, Jenny, she said your name first. So I was giving you some space. <laughs> and I was giving some space for people to think about their pronouns. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so the reason why we wanted to do this podcast, we all, um, we all have similar, but different reasons. Um, I wanted to do it because I'm a geeky business owner and I try to use my platform to be vocal about stigmatized subjects because my work is custom. I'm in a unique position where I, where I get to interact with my customers a lot, um, which is pretty awesome. And I love it. Uh, I get to be really close to a lot of them. I call all of them my family. Um, and a lot of them uh, actually talk to me about these different subjects that if I were not a custom designer, I might not be able to get to talk to them about. A lot of my customers and a lot of other geeky business owners that I talk to uh, suffer from anxiety disorders and depression. And I hadn't heard of a podcast that existed yet that talks about um, the intersection between them. Uh, most nerdy podcasts that I've heard are either to discuss specific fandoms or help learn how to run a business, but I wanted one that understands how difficult it is to just do the thing when it feels impossible to even get out of bed. Like focusing on updating your social media is extremely overwhelming when your self-opinion is so low at that moment. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted a podcast where people could feel more understood essentially yeah jenny why do you jenny is the first i asked jenny to join me on this first and by first i mean like an hour before arcada uh so jenny why why did you say yes i was just so honored it was like <laughs> i was i just I, I couldn't believe it um so yeah so i no i actually was very honored and oh. um i was it's it's like a, it's kind of like the perfect podcast for me as well because fandom and mental health have played such big roles in my life and fandom has helped me deal with a lot of our my mental health problems and has also helped me find other people who also deal with the same issues that I do. Arkita, yeah. why did you say yes about an hour after yeah. Jen? <laughs> Well, I said yes, mostly. Well, because I love working with you, Danielle, you are, oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I've never had a bad experience being with you or around you. And I just kind of- That uh, is surprising. A lot of people don't <gasps> like me. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm not a lot of people. So <laughs> who are they? Who are those people? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I specifically wanted to get involved in this because fandom and wellness kind of go hand in hand with who I am as a person and who I've developed to become over the years. Um, in some ways, it's helped me as like an escape from the reality of my life dealing with like depression and anxiety. And in other ways, it's kind of helped me blossom and go out and be able to meet people that have similar interested, similar interests that I do. And um, yeah, yeah, like meeting those people, they like, they also have their own like mental health issues that they're dealing with. And we've kind of been able to grow and become better people from it. So that's why. Yeah, I think a lot of nerds have anxiety disorders. I think that's something that we all relate to. Yeah. Um, So some topics we'll cover on the podcast uh, are how to run a company while dealing with depression. Uh, Portrayal of mental health and illness in media. Yeah, navigating the nerdy world as a person of color. Toxic masculinity and fandom and how to counteract it. Uh, Why representation matters. And cosplay is not consent, whether that's (laughs) professional or regular human cosplays. (laughs) So let's let's dive into it. Jenny, tell us about your brain. (laughs) Well... Um, <laughs> Other than that, it's big and beautiful and lovely. And... Uh, yeah. Have you been looking at my x-rays again? I'm um, looking at your face and your head structure at the exact moment in time so I can see how beautiful it is. Okay. So, well, uh, so I've been dealing with uh, anxiety and depression for more than 10 years now. Um, been, yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Um <laughs> It's like having a child. Anniversary club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I've gone to therapy on and off. And there's been things that there's, there's, there's always things that change and interrupt it and uh, ups and downs. Um, so that's what I'm bringing to this podcast. Good. I want to learn everything. <laughs> Akita. Um, yeah, so for me, uh, I've also kind of been dealing with depression for the last 10 years. And in more recent years, anxiety, learned that I'm like a very high function, high functioning anxiety. And also PTSD from surviving an explosion and severe bullying as a child. So that's kind of where, where I'm coming from with this, this in like my mental health. Because no one will ever be as beautiful as you. Uh, just, just so you know. Yeah. Just so you know. Uh, so then, um, I, uh, Danielle, we should, probably, we should probably say our names every so often so people know which one of us is talking, but that's okay. Uh, so uh, I'm basically, you know, just a big old mess, but that's okay. Uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic of six and a half years. I I'm 32 now. I stopped drinking when I was 25, and I started drinking when I was like 13, probably. Um, Jenny just made a face. <laughs> um, what? <I've> had, <laughs> she was like, "What?" Anyway, um, 
I've had anxiety since I was a child, uh, but I really didn't know what it was until I was in college and a friend of mine uh, explained to me what the horrible, shaky feeling that I had every single day was because she would see me scratch my arms all up. And she basically was like, uh, do you realize that you are living with mini panic attacks every single day? So I was like, oh, okay, no, I didn't know. That's what <laughs> um, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oops. Yeah. Um, uh, I've suffered with depression since I was like a preteen or an early teen. Um, and I have PST, PST, ugh, words, so many words, uh, PTSD from sexual trauma. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't seek therapy until about a year ago, um, which I really, really, really wish I had gone significantly sooner because it helped me so much with my mindset. Um, and now I'm on Prozac for my anxiety and depression and I, don't have that crazy shaky feeling every single day it's it's wild to me that I lived like that for so long and I don't know how I functioned honestly can we get a sponsorship from Prozac you think oh my god I hope so because so I moved to Texas recently and I don't have health insurance at the moment so I've been like fucking around with my Prozac and taking it like every third day, which is very bad. You're supposed mm -hmm. to take it every day for it to work best. Um, so, yeah, so like, I can't, it's so like, I desperately need a new prescription. So yeah, that'd yeah, be I'm crazy. Sure. Flo I'm sure floxetine, floxetine <laughs> dropping those ads. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's a problem that a lot of people face. Yeah. Oh, also I suffer from, um, from severe migraines. Ugh. which I also need a prescription for because I'm messing with my topiramate. Not good. Not good, guys. Not good. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just want to talk about some statistics for depression and anxiety, being that's what all three of us suffer from. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is our it's first okay. podcast. Oh. It's okay. It's allowed to be a little. Uh... <laughs> uh, uh, mine was that um, fifty percent of people diagnosed with depression are also diagnosed with anxiety. Or a hundred percent in this room. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> we have a three. Yeah, boy. Where are the three that don't have it? I want to. I want to meet. Yeah, them. where are they? <laughs> I want to follow you on Instagram. <laughs> Um, so all yeah, so anxiety in general, the anxiety disorders are actually the most common in the world, and those kind of those include like specific phobias, major depressive depression, and like social anxieties. Uh, more than seventy five percent of people with depression in developed countries are untreated, and less than forty percent of people with anxiety actually receive treatment. Yeah. And 80% of the people treated for depression show improvements within four to six weeks, but most people don't seek help for at least 10 years. I can definitely second that. I, I, like, I felt better so quickly after going on Prozac. Yeah. It was, it was like, it was a world of difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually twice as many uh, women are diagnosed with depression uh, than men. And women of color, specifically Black women, have a higher likelihood of having an anxiety disorder that goes undiagnosed. And 
because of the stigma, these statistics are not accurate because many people do not seek the help or have the resources to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suicide is actually um, in the top 10 leading causes of death. And the number changes on the list based on age, but it can be as high as the second uh, leading cause. And in an effort to end stigma, uh, you should always use the term died by suicide, not committed suicide, because committed implies a crime took place, uh, whereas suicide is a mental health disorder. Like it's a sig- it's, um, it happens because of mental health disorders. So it's basically something that's done to the person. It's not it's not a crime that they're committing. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some fucked up facts <laughs> <laughs> about brains. Brains are cool, but they are mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so because this show is not just about being depressed, uh, <laughs> it's also about fandoms that we love. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about some fandoms that we love and what characters uh, we identify with. So Arcada, how has any, uh, which character do you identify with the most and how does their growth impact you? Uh, well, Definitely Harley Quinn. Same. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I definitely cosplay her every chance I get. You guys, um, I know oh. it's super cute. <laughs> I've never noticed. Akita has like a million adorable Harley Quinn cosplays mm-hmm. on her social medias. They're all my favorites. I, love them. I, I love saw them some Harley too. Quinn underwear the other day, and I thought of both. Really, of I should go get that. Uh, Target. <laughs> Target. <laughs> Um, yeah, but Harley Quinn definitely, mostly because she was kind of one of the first characters I could relate to, or I had an attachment to growing up as a child, and then in my more recent years um, of overcoming, like, a very abusive relationship was kind of her also overcoming and finally leaving that abusive relationship with the Joker, so definitely Harley Quinn and her her growth as character has kind of like mirrored the growth in myself yeah that's yeah. beautiful uh mine is also harley because i want to be arkita oh, um, i want to be you i mean we are each other obviously <laughs> based on these answers yes. um but no harley was one of the first characters that was like really depicted as manic but also really like endearing um she uh the main reason why i identify with her was also because of the abusive situation uh with her and the joker mainly because like when you're in a situation like that you feel like no one understands you you feel like you are crazy and you feel like everyone else thinks that you are crazy but it really is like that to constantly go back to someone who's abusing you and the world doesn't understand unless they've been in that situation so it was just like a very realistic portrayal and so i take it to heart when people say it's just a cartoon because it's not at all mm-hmm. like like maybe something yeah. more extreme things like you know i mean like like a mallet and like a bazooka and stuff like that fine but yeah, like no one has but, but a lot of things are just very realistic yeah. um so i recognize this harley um in my my like later 20s i i started recognizing a lot with like peggy carter and ray because they're like strong independent women and basically like after that uh i struggled to even call a relationship but um 
I basically didn't date for an extremely long time. So I was just an independent woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kicking ass, taking nails. Yeah. You go, girl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Jenny? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, I thought a lot about this question. And um, the more I thought about it, I realized that I don't really identify with a lot of the characters that I see on screen. Because... Um, I see them as I they're usually pretty much as far away from me as possible because I just I like I use TV and movies and books to escape and um read about characters that even like I want to be or that just are heroes and in, like real just really interesting characters and um it probably says something about media a little bit that I don't identify with a lot of the characters and people in in media but if I had to choose somebody I would probably say Clark Kent but only specifically from Smallville um because that rules I love um, Superman I mean I yeah, know yeah and <laughs> I know he's never <laughs> Superman on the show technically but uh... I don't care <laughs> because well he starts as a yeah. teenager of a well-built very tall adult grown man looking teenager yeah Oh, and <laughs> but then but he has no damn idea what he's doing and um you really get to see how he grows and develops his powers and figure out his life and i really loved seeing that when i was also a teenager going through that oh, also yeah. when i when i also developed my um my heat vision that was yeah, yeah. It, it was really you- can you fly? Can you fly yet or no? Not yet. Yeah, I can jump still, real high, real high. <laughs> okay. Do you do you hear the opening credits? I hear the opening credits. Uh, you know, every morning, baby. <laughs> That's your uh, wake yeah. up alert. Uh, Someone gonna save you? Someone yeah, save me? God. Yeah. So yeah. So I really like that character. Really and character. he really likes you. I've seen yeah. a photo of the two of you. Oh my together. god, I forgot about that. <laughs> that in fun. one of my dresses. Yes. <laughs> Look, I'll You're never forget. God. We're so cute together. Uh, Tom Welling. Mm. All right. So um going back to mental illness and mental health. Yes, Jenny. Um <laughs> uh, you know Arkita and Danielle. Yeah. Um yeah. So, like, we want to talk about how we cope with our mental health and our mental illnesses and our, um, the way, yeah, just, and how, maybe talk about the ways we use fandom to cope with that as well. I'll start by saying (laughs) that, um, I try, I often use human connection because I feel like that's the best way to combat a lot of the negative thinking that comes with anxiety and depression and um, a lot of the ways in which I connect with other humans is through fandom through our favorite tv shows and movies and books so that's yeah I, I, I realize yeah. I realize that um we're on a podcast so people can't see our face so I'm sitting here nodding along with you <laughs> I'm like oh wait people can't see that mm-hmm. <laughs> um so <laughs> yeah um so a lot of my self-worth is based on how much work I produce, um, which is not a very healthy thing. 
if you're a workaholic. Yeah. Um, so for me, something that really helps like calm me down and brings me back to remembering who I am is honestly like reading my Facebook reviews. And I'm not saying that to like advertise my company. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I feel weird saying that, but it's like, like genuinely, like my customers are like the most loving humans on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just like, it, it just like helps show me that like what I am doing actually really matters to them. Um, like I try to be like extremely Bosley positive. Did I say Bosley positive? You did. Bos- <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, body positive. Um, and just like as inclusive as possible. Um, so of like LGBTQ. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's, it's reflected upon in my reviews and it just makes me feel really good about myself as a human. Oh, it should. Uh, you yes. do work very hard to make sure that you you have a very inclusive not only yeah and i like company and and it's not it's not for show like it's it's honest to god who you are mm-hmm. what's Thank so you. wonderful about you yeah i i mean um do you know that meme of the girl mad at her boyfriend because he's like looking back at another girl <laughs> oh my of course yes. Yeah, I, that meme. I like it was going around where you can like write in things on yeah. it so i rewrote it to be like the the girl who's like getting mad said selling dresses and then the guy is me and then the one that he's looking at is like using my platform to talk about social justice issues <laughs> and, and mental health that's perfect yes. it's, it's very on brand with my yeah company. it really is yeah um but then so if I can't use anything like fandom related to help me break out of a cycle, like if I'm having like a severe anxiety attack where I'm like, pan- like hyperventilating and crying and stuff. Um, honestly, like the best thing to do, which my therapist suggested to me is to dunk my face straight into cold water or throw cold water as much as possible on my face. Like depending mm-hmm. if I'm in like a club or like where or my house or like wherever I am. So that shit yeah. actually works for me. Uh-huh. and just like snaps you out of the situation yeah yeah um, Akita how do you cope me? how do well, you cope I'm kind of on a path to like restarting my mental health and I'm starting to look for uh, professional help because I'm also a designer and I do base a lot of my self-worth on how much I design and how much I can get done in a day, whether it's at work or for cosplay. And it's starting to get to a point where it's not healthy for me. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways I I used to cope and still kind of do cope is coming home and like watching TV or watching my favorite show, putting on the IT crowd and just like decompressing and separating from the world but I'm, I've come to realize that like, it's not the same every day. And and as much as I love my fandoms, that um, every day is a different day when it comes to my depression and my anxiety. And that I can, I'm gonna have to start looking for other and possibly more outward ways to become more mentally healthy or have a better mental health situation because I love my fandoms, but I don't necessarily want to associate them with me always being sad. I also want them to be like a happy thing for me. So yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking, 
I've just started looking, going on the internet, dealing with insurance and stuff, finding somebody, um, but also watching my favorite show and having like hot chocolate at night. <laughs> I love hot cocoa. Shout out Obamacare for letting me have uh, free therapy while I lived in New York. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also I cuddle with my dogs. It's a way um, to offer yeah. I, have, I have three dogs now. Yes. That is, yeah, I have a cat. He's real sweet. Mm-hmm. Real sweet. Uh, Arkita and I both have pets named after Harry Potter characters. We do? So, Sorry. yeah, no. He is, he's a good We'll talk boy. about it on our Harry Potter episode. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Wrong fandom. <laughs> Wrong fandom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hopefully so I realized we didn't actually talk about how we know each other. Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. that we were just which is three random humans who were implanted into this podcast. But uh, yeah. Um, so Jenny and I both own geeky business companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I, I think that we all are connected through. Um, ah, oh my gosh, I'm a jerk. Uh, well, Geek Girl Brunch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Geek Girl Brunch, which is um, just like this amazing, uh, what are they, company, group, what, what, organization, organization, organization yeah, thank you, yeah. um, that it just, they, they do like, I think monthly meetups where everyone literally has brunch and just yeah. geeks out about whatever the theme is that yeah, month. Um, it's super inclusive. Um, there are branches all over the world now. So uh, they're they're just amazing. I highly recommend wherever you are, look up your local geek girl brunch. Um, it's basically like. Other than that, <laughs> I know that Arkita visited my booth at New York Comic Con like multiple years ago in a Harley oh. Quinn pinup dress that she had made. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah. she obviously doesn't remember but i remember uh and i don't remember anything we talked about uh and then i didn't meet her for real again until i think a geek girl brunch maybe fangirls yeah. night out or something like that yeah i didn't yeah i didn't go to i wasn't really active in the brunches until oh i wasn't either I, I went to like mainly yeah. like their events but yeah. that's because i'm a business owner and i have no time to do anything mm-hmm. uh and then jenny i met through uh jordan today who owns like a super soft nerdy t-shirt company mm-hmm. and they sell I sh- I sh- she yeah. sells a bunch of other things too yes. yeah oh uh, yeah like a like a home home goods brand now mm-hmm. yeah i believe um i should the be able to describe style. this better considering i literally only wear her shirts jordan Denae. what you say jordan Denae is a lifestyle it's a whole lifestyle. yeah yeah it's a lifestyle yeah. right um so <laughs> Um, if you own my dresses, her shirts are as soft as them. So just so you know. Um, yeah. So basically her and I did a awesome con after party on my five year sobriety anniversary. And we had, we asked fan mail if they would provide, uh, like, like door, door swag for the first, like. I think it was like 20 or 40 people or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I don't think I met you, Jenny, until Geek Girl Con. Was, well, I met you at 
um, one of Robin's events. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. Robin, who runs Geek Girl Strong, mm-hmm. um, coolest company in the world. My favorite page on Instagram. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Geek Girl Strong? We're de- we're having Robin on on one of our first episodes, just yeah. To, so you guys know, but uh, yeah, yeah. She's just like a um, trainer who combines fandom and physical health so so well and um i try to make as many as her events as possible because she always uh runs such fun classes yeah it's literally the only time i work out um so i mean it shouldn't I, be so now, so now that i'm is. so now i moved to texas i'm going to die because oh, i never no. work out uh, <laughs> um i'm down there yeah uh yeah but then at geek girl con you and your business partner rose who we'll be having on um introduced yourself to me and i was like Mm -hmm. oh i love them instantly (laughs) i think you were like if you need any models here's my body and i was like okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think that was your like second introduction or whatever yeah you know i'm giving like that i know um introduction yeah. Uh, am I missing anything about how we all met? How did you two meet? Oh, yeah. How did we met? <laughs> I don't know how we met, to be honest. like It was definitely just, one of those geek girl brunch It's like events. you apparated into my life. <laughs> I just... You were permanently. I slammed the door open and I said, I'm here. I'm here you, Matt, forever. You made a birthday wish for your life to be better. And then Jenny appeared. Yes. I know that's what I did. Yes. But I did for all of you. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I definitely think Kiko Brunch has kind of been like the focal point in me meeting the both of you. Mm-hmm. And just a because, lot of amazing women in New York. Yeah, so many amazing nerdy women in New York. I wish I had only wish I had joined the group sooner instead of being like afraid by my anxiety that nobody's gonna like me and everyone's gonna hate me because some of my best friendships are through geek girl brunch yeah Yeah. which they probably all have anxiety issues too exactly Uh, because you know what we're all nerds and all nerds apparently have anxiety yeah no (laughs) i'm just gonna make that blanket statement (laughs) as a fact uh yeah p.s you can correct us on anything if we are wrong about anything on this podcast especially me especially me (laughs) totally open for that too you can you can at me at classy rebel check me out um but no geek girl brunch brought us all together and i i think i mean yeah i definitely visited your booth danielle at comic-con all those years ago not knowing who the heck you were but thinking (laughs) oh my god these dresses are so cute i like to wear dresses i also don't wear pants I do wear no. dresses. Not that okay. I just don't. Hashtag fuck pants. I just <laughs> dresses will never betray you. I live in shorts. <laughs> I literally only wear shorts, Jordan Dene tank tops, and my mm-hmm. dresses. Yes. I that's yeah. Like I just sincerely. Yeah. <laughs> dresses are so comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how how we kind of conglomerated together. Yep. Good. Uh, <laughs> that makes me happy yeah. for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, so every episode we're going to have a little geek out sesh about just 
a recent book or movie that we all read or saw, uh, we decided not to do a specific one for the first episode. One that uh, we, yeah, not a specific one that we all see or read yet. Yeah. So it's more like we're just going to see what fandoms we all relate to and all like together. I yeah. think we all are big Potter heads. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've oh, been yeah. permanently Which... tattooed with it. <laughs> I what's the tattoo? <laughs> um, it's a quote from the fifth book. It's with beyond measure is man's greatest treasure. Hell yeah, I heard it. Yeah, yeah I. I, wa- I wonder what house you are. Bazinga! <laughs> <laughs> promise that'll come later, unless you can all guess. <laughs> ah! Guess on our social media. What yeah. house is Arcada? Okay. Darn. Now I have to like fix my Insta. You can. No. They can guess on. Well, they can guess okay. on yours. Guess, your, oh, yours no. is beautiful too. Guess on, guess on our Instagram, Fandom and Wellness. On our Instagram. Yeah. On Fandom and Wellness. Yep. Uh, you can guess what each of our houses are based on our booming personalities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we're all Potterheads. Um, I love Doctor Who. Do you love Doctor Who? Yes. This is basically just yes. me trying to figure out what fandoms these two love. I do. I okay. used to love it, and I'm trying to get back on it now. I haven't seen the newest season yet. Uh, Has anyone watched Failure? I haven't watched the new season either yet. But I'm, I just... I'm so excited for it. I started crying when they like announced it was going to be a woman. Oh so, yeah. yeah. I just haven't but, had the time, and I'm just like, I need to sit no. down and do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did love Bill. Uh, Bill Piper, or Bill. 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 <laughs> Bill. Not uh, Billy Piper. Well, Billy Piper was I, I know. Bill. <laughs> fun, fun fact, um, I used to listen to uh, her music when I was like 13. Wait, she's she, a musician? She uh, originally is like the Britney Spears of England. I'm sorry. What? From England. What? What? Mm-hmm. Honey, honey to the bee. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. I used I used to listen to her music when I was like 12 or 13 or something like that. And then I randomly saw an episode of Doctor Who, and I was like, oh, "What's my girl doing on there?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why did no one tell me? That's I'm so having funny. like a thing with my body, and I don't know how to react. To this news, <laughs> I did not know this. You are like convulsing a little. I am. It's like, oh my god. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll send. I'll send you <laughs> that album. Maybe we'll put it in a. I don't, if we're doing show notes, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to Jenny. Jenny's editing the podcast, so it's thanks, Jenny. Sure, why not? <laughs> I need another D. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bill is awesome. She's. Uh, it's, it was great to see a woman of color and a lesbian yeah like represented on that show definitely and with her natural new doctor hair. but uh you know um oh yeah 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 i love it <laughs> what else is there um we can also just talk about like just a, a cool thing that we're into right now it doesn't you know okay what are you into Tell us well <laughs> i actually just started a tv show um, called Lady Dynamite. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I've not heard of this. What is this? Tell us. Um, tell, tell us more. 
it's uh it's more yeah it's more related to mental health and like science fiction and fantasy but it's about a um comedian named maria bamford who it's like a little bit autobiographical she basically she has bi she's bipolar and ocd and um she had to go to a mental health facility for like a year and a half and uh it's about her returning back to hollywood and just dealing with life um after having figured out that she has to deal with um all these mental health problems and it's very funny but also very relatable um yeah she can't like she's like just trying to she's trying to figure out how to like not say no to people which is like such a small it's such a it seems like such a small problem but it's also the biggest problem no it's simple in concept yeah in actuality it's it's a hard thing to do for a lot of people Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's a it's just a really funny show and it and it's like she deals with she she kind of tries to deal with like uh racial related problems but in the way where she's like i'm i'm a white woman i i don't actually know what i'm doing that's why i said if anyone needs to correct me specifically (laughs) correct me because i'm the only white woman on this podcast and white women need to be corrected straight up (laughs) i appreciate it yes i do appreciate that they do um yeah so i I mean what do you guys (laughs) is there anything like you're into right now Right now, so I, I started reading again, which I feel like everyone's always like, I want to read more. And it's like, it's so hard to one, mm-hmm. pick up a book, find a book to read and dedicate the time to. Like, it's it takes a lot. But I've been reading yeah. a lot on my commute, and I just started the All Souls trilogy. Um, I just finished the first book, and I'm on the second book. What's the first book called? Uh, Discovery of Witches. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. And the second book... I forgot the name of the book, but I'm reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like halfway into this book and I just got it like two weeks ago. And it kind of talks about, like, it's all fictional. It's about a witch. Wait. Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Love the vampires. No werewolves, okay. unfortunately. I'm really upset that there are no werewolves entirely in the series, but we got vampires. <laughs> and maybe, may- maybe later? I'm doubtful um but yeah I, I've always loved like anything witchy and mystic and otherworldly so it's got witches and vampires in it I'm sold I'm gonna read it and I've been nice. reading it and enjoying it a lot lately and I found out that there's a tv show mm-hmm. I told you about it you told me about it and <laughs> I'm just like how do I watch this tv show I still haven't figured out how to watch a tv show because I don't understand the technologies and um if it's not on Netflix or Hulu, I don't know how to watch it. <laughs> Literally, I'm so bad at everything. Um, I'm the same way, which yeah. is why I'm, I have not watched the new season of Doctor Who. Yeah. Because yeah. not, not something on Netflix or Hulu. <laughs> right. I, I, just, I can't. Yeah. So that I've been reading that and it's been good. It's been I'll, send, so I'll send you a, um, a completely official, legit link. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I look forward uh, to this link. <laughs> those both sound great. Um, I never have time to read things, but I do love books on tape, which is how I read the quote unquote read the whole Harry Potter series mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah, because I just li- I listen to them and podcasts while I'm working. Um, not 
fandom related unless your fandom is trains but I... <laughs> <laughs> one but listener I... is like yes but I like literally just <laughs> whatever and <laughs> the New York City transit I don't know uh so I literally uh just watched a uh documentary on um this uh person uh Darius McCollum mm-hmm. do either of you know who that is no he basically is kind of like a folklore hero in New York uh because okay. he 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 was like obsessed with trains and like from like an early age like different MTA workers would um would just like bring him on and like train him on how to like operate trains and like ask for directions and all these things that they should really know how to do um he has Asperger's so it's is why he uh is like obsessed and can't like break this lifestyle of going back to um the comfort of being on uh nyc transit um so basically he was arrested over 20 uh, i think 28 times throughout his life he's currently he's yeah he's uh 20 times for stealing uh mta trains or buses uh, oh yeah the last one i think was a port authority bus um but the thing is he actually runs them on their schedules like and timely and like makes proper announcements like essentially as if he's working for them but the mta like wouldn't ever give him a job because he had a rap sheet of stealing trains but the first time he stole a train it was he didn't really steal it like the conductor was like you can operate the train wow and then he went to a different station and like and he like he didn't want to like tattle on the guy yeah wow yeah so basically like if the mta had just like given him a job there it would have been someone who like totally loved their job mm-hmm. yeah, but instead like... he's just constantly in and out of prison because every time he gets out like he doesn't have anything like when you right. get out of prison you have you have you nothing. Know, you start with right. nothing unless you have like family or a support system. Yeah. Also, his 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 family, his mom and his father moved to I think North Carolina, and part of his probation was he couldn't leave New York. So he's essentially mm-hmm. stuck alone in New York in the city that the only city he commits his crimes in because it's the only city that has the MTA. Right. Wow. Like it should have been you aren't allowed in New York. <laughs> yeah, and also leaving New York after coming out of prison is it's a difficult thing because like you have no income or like source of transit to get out you can't and yeah. you also can't get out nothing. I, th- I think he had like 40 dollars or something yeah wow. that's um yeah so it was just a cycle of him being in and out of prison so it was, it was really interesting uh from a mental health perspective and from just like this society that we live in is pretty fucked up especially to people of color mm-hmm this yeah all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry i don't have time to i I have like a literal library in my house i have a library room uh because i moved to texas and now my mortgage is the same as my rent in new york was Uh, um just come here you can live i live in in one big room (laughs) (laughs) you can live in one big room here yeah um so like i have a whole library of books but when you run that's the one thing that they don't tell you about running a geeky business you 
all your time is taken up so you don't have as much time to actually be a geek anymore and to read comic books yeah i get that yeah yeah it's depressing <laughs> all right so yeah. so that's our first episode yeah so since we're not professionals we wanted to provide you guys with a uh a phone number and a website that you can visit and call so that uh if you ever needed to talk to somebody you could um for the national suicide prevention lifeline the number is 800-273-8255 and since um we know that you might not want to talk to anyone in person um or on on the phone uh you can also chat with them online at their website suicidepreventionlifeline.org thanks jenny so Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, review, and rate us. And you can find us on our social medias at Fandom and Wellness on Instagram. Fandom and Wellness on Facebook. And Fandom Wellness on Twitter. Because Twitter wouldn't let us have more than 16 15 characters. characters. 15 yeah. characters? Oh my yeah, and God. it's 17 oh, characters. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I, I was pretty mad when I was making them. I was like, are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> Um, on the next episode, we will have Rose Del Vecchio of Fan Mail on uh, to talk about health education, being a geeky boss, and conventions. If you want to ask her any questions, reply to our Instagram story, and we'll ask them on the air. Um, also, I, I don't remember if we mentioned or not, but Jenny is the other half of Fan Mail. Yes, so it's pretty. It's, it's going to be pretty lovely to have her business partner on mm -hmm. the first episode and yeah. i don't remember if i said it in my intro but i own the geeky company little pedal i think i just said i own a geeky company yeah um so I make geeky custom dresses with pockets love the pockets most importantly yeah huge, huge pockets snacks yeah and arkita arkita designs pajamas and also yes. she has her own pinup uh clothing i do mine it's 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 in its slow starting out um the chic geek is it but i mostly do sleepwears and jammies i love i love sleepwear it's one of my favorite things ever i also mm -hmm. design family pjs so yeah i love kitschy family pjs <laughs> don't at me they're cute i got pet pjs too uh, i really <laughs> really want some but i have three dogs so i'm like what am i gonna get me in bed <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all. So remember, be kind and take no shit. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>